Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to a day of praise morning Bible study. We're so glad you could join us. But before we get into the word, let us take a moment in praying. Lord, we just thank you for the joy that we have in our lives, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you also have joy with us, Lord, and that we, we can enjoy your presence, Lord. Mm-hmm. And Lord, we also just thank you that you're with us everywhere we go, Lord, and that we don't have to come to a certain place to meet you, Lord, mm-hmm. but that you're with us daily, wherever we are. And Lord, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit and that he's moving and working in our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 15, and we're covering verses 32 through 41. So if you're just joining us or you need to get refreshed on that section of scripture, we want to encourage you to pause this episode now and take the time and opportunity to to read that section of scripture make and make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. So now we are opening the floor to each of you to have the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you may have. So who would like to begin? I will. All right, I promise. Okay, so Laura reminded me of what Leela said last podcast. Um, she had said that she had asked if the Holy Spirit had to take John Mark with them, and she had said that perhaps if she if they didn't, that maybe they won't have had a quarrel. Mm-hmm. And Laura's reminding me of how several people, if the Lord tells them to do something. They practically second guess themselves and say, nah, this is what the Lord's telling me to do because that's supposed to be someone else's job. And as a result, they they disqualify themselves or because someone else doesn't listen to the Lord. And as a result, the person's led astray. And the Lord reminded me of um, Exodus 9.15 where it's talking about that. Um, that in Pharaoh was supposed to be the, let me just read it. Thank okay. you. Please do. Where are you going again? Exodus 1? 9.15. Oh, 9.15. Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. 9.16. Okay. But indeed, for this purpose, I have raised you up, that I may show my power in you, and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Mm. But read verse 17, because I think that'll help with your, your point. As yet, you exalt yourself against my people, and that you will not let them go. Mm-hmm. So in that, you could see, like, God was going to raise him up for a purpose to use him to display God's glory. But it didn't have to go the negative way that Pharaoh drove it. It could have been him going, I declare there is one God, the God of Israel. I mean, he could have made an announcement mm-hmm. from the balcony of his last pyramid and repented publicly and and brought the people of Egypt into fellowship 
with God and re- and reconciliation with Israel. I mean, God could have done something there, much. There's a number of different ways the Lord could have right, done that. Right, and when we think, when we read that, a lot of times people interpret that scripture as God brought him there to harden, you know, like to make him make bad choices. So how can God say he's wrong? No. no. God said he wanted to use him just like Cyrus. He wanted mm-hmm. to use him. Cyrus said, hey, Lord, I see what you're doing. I'm going to help your people instead of fighting against you to try to keep them in bondage. But the Lord already had already disclosed what Pharaoh's heart was. He said what the outcome would be. Exactly. But And, and like this, what we just read, and he's like, I, I brought you here for a purpose so that my name may be declared in all the earth. But yet, as yet, you exalt yourself. Meaning, God's knocking on the door because Pharaoh wasn't someone who didn't know who God was, even though he tried to pretend and not give God credit and glory. Mm-hmm. He kept saying, well, who's this God? Why should I care? And who are these people? And why do I care? I, you don't know who I am. I got other gods. Well, right? He considered himself a God. Right? So he kept resisting God's desire to use him, and he corrupted that. God could have made that. God is not someone who is uh, a God who is like, I'm going to punish you. And um, this is my determination, as in I'm insistent on punishing you for no reason. You can read throughout scriptures. I know, I know. If you've been in any religious religious circles, you're going, that's not true. Yes, it is. When you look, God gave everybody a chance mm-hmm. to repent. And he took a long time. He is long-suffering. That's what he says about himself in Exodus. I'm long-suffering and abounding in goodness. He wants everybody to repent. And he gave hundreds of years. Well, for, them even, to, for people to come back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Even the example given with Moses and Pharaoh and the plagues, mm-hmm. there were 10 plagues. Any ruler of any people who actually desires or cares about uh, the well-being of their people. Mm-hmm. After the, the first couple of plagues and people are, are dying and there's, there's destruction and it's negatively impacting mm-hmm. your people, the mm-hmm. people that the Lord has assigned to your care, mm-hmm. right? Anytime that's happening, it should be paused for concern or, or a cause to pause and go, hey, what, what am I missing here? Something as opposed right. to just, as you see with Pharaoh, continually insisting upon his way regardless or in spite of the consequence being suffered by his people. Mm-hmm. And, and you can contrast that, if you will, with David who sinned by numbering the people. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the angel of the Lord comes down and he says, you got three options. Three options three pick choices. one. Yeah. And this is the consequence where as soon as the consequence is upon them, David's crying out immediately for the people. And he said, stop, don't let it be on them. Exactly. I'll take, I'll take the brunt of this. The Which is this. demonstrating true leadership and how a true leader of the people is supposed to, I'll say, respond, act, behave, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then coming back to God, what we said about, well, what I said, we said about the Lord and his desire that all should come to repentance. What happened with Nineveh? They were doing wickedly, mm-hmm. and he sent someone, a messenger, to ask them to repent uh, so wait. he didn't have to judge in a harsh way towards them. And can they we, did. Can we also point this out? But they, they were not Jews either. They were not Jews. Actually, that was the whole contention on Jonah's behalf. Exactly. They aren't Jews. Why are you giving them mercy, God? Because he's mm-hmm. gracious to all. And then likewise, Egypt, I mean, Pharaoh could have stopped it before there was a plague. Exactly. 
God's saying, I see what you're going to do and the choices you're going to make does not stop him from giving the person the choice to make a different choice, to choose life, choose righteousness, just like he did for Israel. And furthermore, you know, just so we have this in our mind, God's problem is not with mankind. His right. problem is with the devil. And sin. And now, and, right, but sin is a consequence. Exactly. His problem is with the devil. And now people who join themselves with the devil make themselves an adversary to God. And then because of that, he has to be against what they're doing, mm -hmm. but he still wants them to come to repentance. It's not his desire that they would align themselves with the devil. Um, I've heard many, many well-known um, and trusted faith teachers say hell was made for the devil. You look at and all his of the, angels and, yes. and his, and his cohort of spiritual beings and the angels mm -hmm. that chose to depart from their place and not remain in the divine order that God set. That's who he designed hell for. Now, he said, you pick, you people, mm -hmm. pick whose side you're on. Are you on God's side, the side of light, the side of life, the side of the Lord Jesus Christ? Or are you on the side of death, the side of darkness, and the side of, the side of sin, and the side of the devil? Which one are you going to pick? Now, I'll give you a free choice. Here's Take redemption. Here it is. I'm giving you life. Take it. But should you align yourself and insist upon it and choose upon having the same end as the devil, the Lord is obligated because of his nature and his already established covenant and law to let you have your will. So God's problem is not with people. He's not against the people. He's against the spirit behind it. So go back to your, um, what you were saying, promise. On how there's an opportunity for Pharaoh to do what the Lord wanted. It specifically said that it was supposed to be in him and that it was, that he was that all the other nations were supposed to know that God was God practically mm -hmm. because of Pharaoh, and that could have gone either way. It could have been saying, just like Nebuchadnezzar had to come to exactly, don't you worship any other god, the God of heaven? <laughs> He's God. After he came back from being turned into a wild animal for mm -hmm. a while and being out of his mind. He came back and glorified God. And so everybody said, okay, that's God. You saw that also in Esther. Exactly. After Haman was dealt with and they had the letters, he said, this is God. They hey, worship him. And as you brought up even with Cyrus, and it's not just the, the people of God, even while in captivity prospered, mm -hmm. the whole nation, the whole empire, who, whoever was in charge of, of them at that day, they prospered as well. Mm-hmm. Because they were on the Lord's side. Amen. And they demonstrated being on the Lord's side by loving God's people. Exactly. Amen. What else? And how it was also up to Pharaoh on how he took the opportunity. And you can see that um, inside of the beginning of Exodus, it says that, there, that, his, that his father was wicked and... The Lord remind me of even inside of Acts 15, there was the opportunity to see what was happening and say, well, this is what the Lord told me to do, and this is what he ha wants me to do, so that's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And not just say, well, that's not what someone else wants me to do. Amen. There's always an opportunity for us to stick to God's will above our own will and above the will and, and suggestions or good ideas of other people. Cling to God because... When you stand before him, you're going to answer to what he told you to do, not what so-and-so or anybody, no matter how um, important in the, the natural realm they may be, 
if they gave a word that was contrary or a desire or request that was contrary or against or outside of what God said, your obligation, my obligation, every believer's obligation is to follow the will of God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Right. Yes. Amen. 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 That's really good promise. Thank you. You got anything else? Mine at this moment. Okay. So my love, you were talking about destiny track and mm-hmm. um, the previous episodes and that it's not guaranteed. And, no. you know, we, we've already referenced this, but when the Lord said that it's not the will of the father that any should perish, mm-hmm. but that all should come to repentance, he meant that. Absolutely. Any and all, it wasn't just Jews he was talking to because he already knew that there were his flock outside of Israel that he needed to bring in. And God had a divine plan and um, a plan of how to incorporate them to salvation under the blood of Jesus and in the name of Jesus. But he had already determined and declared God doesn't want anybody to perish. And because we know God does not change, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is the Lord or God who changes not. He doesn't have two faces. There's no variation or shadow of turning. It is, inconsistent and in, incorrect of his character to assume that he was bad and now he's good. He's not a Sour Patch Kid. No. First he's sour, then he's sweet. No, he's consistent. He's the same always, forever, and today. So he didn't want Egypt to perish. He didn't want the Pharaoh to perish. But he said, hey, if this is the standard for for everybody, choose life, mm-hmm. then it's the standard for you, which you know, we'll see, we walk through in later parts of scripture, other people outside of God got that same mercy and opportunity. Absolutely. But, uh, and there's also this, right? When, when looking at destiny, the Lord always desires that we reach our destiny. Mm-hmm. That's for everyone. Not fall short. Exactly. Not, and, not and, and not delay the delay. destiny either. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, um, you know, in between episodes and, and all that in our, I'll say, you know, just personal conversations mm-hmm. about. Um, we can go back even even to Moses. Mm-hmm. As the word, whether to Abraham and and others was that yes, the children were going to go into captivity for four hundred years. Mm-hmm. But then, and we also talk with that the destiny, doing things the Lord's way, following every mm-hmm. command, jot and tittle, mm-hmm. whether it's written or whether He's speaking to you, like follow it exactly, mm-hmm. Be, and. and not that we always understand the why, but the Lord knows why he's telling you to do things in the exacting order that Amen. he's telling you to do them. Exactly. So re- make sure, making sure we receive the full instruction, because we, we talked about David being anointed, but there was still the process, if you will, mm-hmm. of him... Of maturation. Of, of maturation and coming in, in order to fully step into that role and be able to function mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're called to be a doctor, we can't skip medical school, but then still, you know, we, we have a state of holiday in express one night and now and we're good to go, you know, still go and set up a, a doctor's office and hang some pictures on the wall or things like that and, and try to operate your counterfeit. Uh, exactly. And you're going to create more harm than good. Absolutely. Again, we'll go back to Moses. He was called and chosen by the Lord to be a deliverer, mm-hmm. but then he tried to do it out of the flesh and he rose up and killed the, um, the Egyptian servant there, right? And then even his own people rejected him. So, oh, you're going to kill me the same way you killed this other person. Mm-hmm. And it caused him to flee because mm-hmm. now he's being pursued by, by you know, the Egyptians themselves, the people that literally raised him and taught him and, and that the Lord used to, to raise him and teach him and, mm-hmm. and, and as a statesman, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then 
let's look at the impact. It didn't just impact Moses, because now he's out of the land. He's removed, if you will, mm-hmm. for a time. And yes, you can you can argue it either way. That, oh, that was appointed by the Lord in order to teach him. But wait, he had already chosen him for this exact mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. But now what was the result? He spent 40 years outside of Egypt. With his confidence in the toilet. All the above, and, tending sheep. Mm-hmm. And you can say, oh, yes, well, that was part of the, the practice and, and whatnot for leading the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. But wait, the Lord said 400 years. And we know time is, is relative. Mm-hmm. But that's 40 years is an entire generation mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. So then they were in Egypt 430 years. That's a 40-year delay, if you will. You can look at it that way. Yeah, I mean, and who said that the 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 maturation process or the training process the Lord wanted to take him to needed forty years? It's possible. No, I'm saying it. It probably oh, didn't because exactly. you look at the way he came to God when God at the burning bush when the Lord mm-hmm. was speaking with him. He's like, "Well, I can't do this. I can't do that." That didn't sound like a man who had spent forty years training up with the Lord, getting buff with Jesus. Exactly. Like David, when he was running in the caves, he spent a, was about ten years or, or more, like a few years. Right, somewhere between running, eight and fifteen. Yep. Yeah, running in the caves, he came out buff with with the Lord. Like, my Lord, I, you, shall we go up? Am I, let's do am, this. Am I going yes. to get you going to recover it? And the Lord, you know, he's like, let's let's get to work. He was confident towards God because he had spent time being trained by the Lord. But Moses, on the other hand, was out there wandering, hiding in shame. Mm-hmm. And so when he came to God, he brought his shame, and the Lord got irritated. Was like, now who made your mouth? Like, wait a second. All right. Stop and and all the excuses. excuses that were given. Yep. Let's get to work, and I'll, I'll, bring, I'll incorporate your family members in this so you have that restoration and reconciliation as well. Look, here he comes. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's move on. So yeah. I'm saying that 40 years that he spent wasn't 40, 40 years of training. Yeah, he was a little bit more humble, but he was more so broken. Than sure. and lacking in confidence than he was um, confidently submitted, but which then, David was. But then let's also look at the the same children of Israel that mm-hmm. Moses was used by the Lord to bring out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. He, the Lord, intended for them to enter into the the promised that was land. His will for them. Yeah, that, that was what he desired. But they wouldn't listen in the same manner. Would not listen to the Lord. Would not just follow His instruction. Do what He commanded. And then as a result, forfeited the blessing. They never reached the destiny track that the Lord had for their lives. Exactly. The generation after said, no, I see the destiny and I want it. And we're going to do everything or I'm going to do everything in my power, just like mm-hmm. Caleb and Joshua or Joshua mm-hmm. and Caleb. I'm going to do everything that the Lord requires of me to ensure that I still get the destiny. And you saw that, especially with Joshua and Caleb, they still entered in. Man, and, and think about what that, that younger generation saw. Their parents fell before their eyes. Man. Mom and dad were here one day. Next day, they Had to be gone. buried somewhere in the wilderness. And they weren't necessarily older people, per se. They weren't fully ripe of, of mm-hmm. years and of age. But they died early. And then they had to, Moses had to raise up some, some young people. Exactly. And, and tell them, hey, this is what happened. You know why your mama's here? We're not here today, and your daddy, they're not here today because X, Y, and Z. Some hard conversations. Yeah, but they had to witness that, and they were like, ooh, I remember this part of it. I may not know all the details, but... And then Moses and Joshua and Caleb were there mm-hmm. to give a, a fuller understand or mm-hmm. help them fully understand the why. To say, why did you survive, but the exactly. other ones didn't? Well, because they didn't enter in by faith. They didn't mix faith with the Word of God. So... a I'm bringing that up not to, and I'm sure that's part of the reason the Lord had you bring it up about the destiny track is not, or I'll say just this, to encourage us mm-hmm. to pursue the Lord with 
everything, or the entirety mm-hmm. of our being, mm-hmm. spirit, soul, and body. Amen. Trust him in his in his word that he's spoken to you and over you in your life. He is, has plans and purposes for you that will bless you and benefit you and those around you, but ultimately will glorify him and himself through you. Mm-hmm. And we can only do it by finishing the work by the guidance and leading Amen. of the Holy Spirit. Um, read Galatians chapter 3, and you'll see all about that. Amen. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, and we thank you for the good works that you've been completing in the earth, Lord. We thank you for our part and you making a place for us to join in the work with you, Lord. We thank you for our partners and our listeners, Lord. We thank you for the gospel being preached and more coming into your kingdom, Lord, our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. And we just thank you for your character and your nature and who you are, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.